I don't know if I'm supposed to walk up this way or walk around. Huh? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Okay. The pastor said it doesn't matter. Anybody want to argue with that, take it up with the pastor. Amen? I love this time of year. I love Christmas time. I love, uh, I, I love all seasons, but it's just something about Christmas. I, it has Christ's name in it. It's got to be special, right? And to be able to celebrate his birth and everything. We've been talking about grace. Uh, in case you wonder when this is going to be over, um, I believe this Bible is, is just goes on and on. And some subjects just are, I'm trying to think of the words, they're inexhaustible. Uh, and the grace of God is just un- inexhaustible. We, we can't say too much about it. Uh, we've, we've talked about how to, uh, what grace can do for us and, and uh, all that. And, but you know, grace is primarily, we're, we're selfish people. Will you agree with that, aren't we? I mean, don't. All right, I'll prove it to you. Somebody come in here and said, I'm going to shoot all of you but one. Every one of us would volunteer to be that one. Amen? We're selfish, aren't we? Amen? Uh, you know, it's just human nature. We look after number one. And uh, grace has a lot, uh, a lot of a big effect on our life for others. If we live by grace, other people will really probably benefit more than we will, although we'll benefit a lot. Uh, so we've been talking about uh, grace, and I'm going to talk to you tonight about showing grace to others. You know, we have a whole world out there that don't understand grace, don't understand, well, most Christians don't understand grace. I hope that maybe through these weeks we've been uh, teaching on this, you've gotten uh, an idea about it. But the best thing you can do is fill your life with the grace of God. That's the best thing you can do for yourself, is to fill your life with the grace of God. And it's the best thing you can do for every other person that you'll ever meet, is to fill yourself, your life, with the grace of God. Because it's going to fall overflow on other people and affect other people. The grace of God's like that. Uh, but tonight especially, I'm going to talk to you about showing grace to others. Um, <clears throat> this world really doesn't understand grace. They don't, they don't live by grace. They don't have any patience uh, with anybody except themselves. And they expect everybody to be patient with them. And uh, <clears throat> we're just a, 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 self, a selfish race of people. We're sinners. And uh, that's everybody but Christians. No, that's everybody. We're all so selfish. Now, when you're at church, we can get real pious, you know, and uh, we can talk the talk and walk the walk, but uh, uh, we can be selfish, you know. But grace is good for everyone, but the best thing a Christian can do is to live out grace in front of this dark world that we live in. Amen? 
Grace gives you hope. Amen? Uh, the grace of God gives people hope that life can be better and that they can be an overcomer and they can be a victor. And uh, grace for the Christian means all of heaven is open to us by the grace of God. Amen? We're going to heaven because of the grace of God. But we can bring heaven down to earth by the grace of God also. We can have a little bit of heaven right here on earth because of the grace of God. And the more that we bring glory to God and the more that we're blessing to other people by grace, uh, by living by grace, the more it blesses us. Amen? Two-way street. We can't, we can't, you can't be a blessing without getting a blessing. For being a blessing. Amen. Have you noticed that? Anytime you try to be a blessing to somebody, it's a bigger blessing to you. Uh, so there's things you can do <clears throat> that, that you ought to do anyways that will uh, teach people the power of grace and let them get a little taste of, the, of grace in their own life and introduce the world through to grace by your life. Now this this world needs to learn a lot of stuff. Amen. And most of it they really need to learn is about God and about character and about honesty and integrity and and righteousness and godliness. Uh, they uh, there's so much you learn in the public school and I guess most I learned in public school, I still haven't used it all, you know. Uh, I don't know how much good it did me. But this Bible will teach you the power of grace in your own life and in the life of others. And I, I challenge you to just learn more and more about grace and try to base your life, your actions, your deeds, your thinking, uh, on grace and live by the grace of God because grace is God empowering you to do what you ought to do amen I like that I don't uh, I, I like to do right but I mess up more than half the time amen how about you uh, any other honest people here huh yeah we're, we're big messing ups aren't we and it's uh, so easy to do. We mean well, but uh, we mess up. But there's something, if we'll just live the Christian life uh, before the world, we can teach them grace by our life. Now, but we don't get credit for it uh, because we live the grace of God by the grace of God. Amen. Paul said, Where, who am I to glory? Uh, it's, it's God working in me. Amen. God's the one that does it for the Christian. If you get start thinking you're kind of getting a big head about being a Christian and think that you're an awful good Christian, you're not a very good Christian. Amen. If you get proud that you're so humble, you're in trouble. Amen. Uh, but uh, if you get thinking that you're really even have scratched the surface 
on living by the grace of God, you hadn't even begun. Amen? There's so much about the grace of God. It's so powerful, and it makes more difference in our life than anything we could do, anything we could learn, any books we could read. Uh, just yielding our lives to God to work His grace in our life is so powerful. You, you, can, you can survive any trials by the grace of God. You can make it through any difficulties and come out and not be bitter by the grace of God. Amen? Now, there's nothing else in this world that will help you with that. Uh, people have nervous breakdowns all the time. They, they get bitter at life. Uh, they get cantankerous and they think the whole world's against them and their life. And many people have had a rough deal of it in life. You know, life's not easy. Uh, but the, the hope that we've got as Christians, we've got the grace of God. And we need to share that with the world. I mean, even lost humanity need to understand. Paul said, I am what I am by the grace of God. Amen. And, and people need to see that and understand that uh, how that it's not us. It's the grace of God working in us and through us. Uh, we, we, can't, uh, we can't take any credit for it. Amen. God gets all the glory, and he should. Right? Amen. Uh, but we ought to be busy showing grace to others. We ought to live by grace in such a way that we're demonstrating grace to this world we live in. Because uh, they don't. They don't understand it at all. And uh, so I'm, I've got some verses I want to give you tonight. And this is a little bit different, maybe a little bit different than what I uh, usually do. But I just want to focus on and tell, tell you the blessings and all the blessings that come our way uh, by living by the grace of God. If we do it by God's grace working in us, it's, it's a blessing to us. Amen? And it's a blessing to other people. We'll, we'll not get proud if we live by the grace of God because we know it's God living in us and through us to others. Amen? You, you understand that, don't you? As a Christian, do you understand that every, any good thing that you can do as a good testimony uh, to the Lord is God doing it in you. That's grace. Grace is God working in you and through you by His power to live the Christian life and to be what you ought to be. And He's glad to help you out there all you'll let Him do it. Now you start taking the credit for it, He'll hold back a little bit. Amen? You start getting a little bit proud and big-headed and think, I'm a fine Christian and the Lord's and, and the church and everybody's awful. Uh, 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 ought to be proud to be able to have me as a member, you know, and, and God ought to be proud to have me. We, would, we don't say that out loud. That sounds terrible, doesn't it? But uh, we, we think that way. You know why I know you think that way? Because you're just as carnal as I am. 
Amen. It's so easy to take credit for what God, God does. I, I can't take credit for preaching. For one thing, there's not much to take credit for. But besides that, if anything comes good out of what I preach, uh, God called me to preach. And he gifted me to preach. Amen. By his grace. Uh, so what, where, do we, where do we get off on this? Thinking that... Uh, we're anything apart from the grace of God. Amen. So I'm going to start with Colossians chapter 3 and verse 13. I'm going to move kind of quickly. The Lord allows me to. I allow myself to. I don't want to blame it on the Lord. But uh, uh, showing the grace of God to others. Let's pray before we begin. Father, bless us now. Bless your word. As only you can. Lord, we really don't have anything to say if we don't back it up by the word of God. Uh, the, thus saith the Lord. And uh, Lord, um, I just pray that we'd understand a little bit more about grace tonight. And our responsibility not to just live by grace ourselves, but to just give it out to the world. And show the world what a blessing it is to live by your grace and to live for you and to just be uh, gracious and uh, graceful people uh, themselves. And Lord bless us. We pray in Jesus' name for his sake. Amen. So how do we show the grace of God to others? Uh, well, by being forgiving to others. Are you a forgiving person? Uh, I'm not asking you to raise your hand. Uh, are you, do you have a heart, do you hold a grudge? Huh? Let me ask you, if I could tell you to name somebody that's really got to you and did you wrong sometime in, my life, in your life, could you tell me? I guarantee you every person here has had somebody really put some hurt on you some way or another. Just really did you dirty. In your life. If you've lived any time at all, you've experienced that. Could you name them? Could you tell me the facts? You may, you, you may tell you, you may tell you why you can do that. Because you hadn't forgiven them. How do you forgive somebody that did you that dirty? By the grace of God. That's how you forgive them. Amen. Uh, we've got to live day by day. By, by grace. And so by forgiving other people, we are teaching the world about grace. Now we can forgive them. And eventually we can forget it and, and be, be done with it. But if we do, it'll be by the grace of God. Have, have you got a grudge in your life? Have you got someone uh, back there in your life that, I mean, they really did you dirty? And just to think of them... Uh, the hurt comes all over again. Huh? Do you have somebody like that? We, if you live long enough, it'll happen. And you know the bad thing about that kind of hurt is if you don't deal with it by the grace of God, you may forgive them, you may want to forgive them, uh, but if you don't truly forgive them, the hurt just keeps coming back. Amen? Over and over again. So the only way to deal with 
uh, is by the grace of God. It's just being forgiving of others. Well, they're not worthy of my forgiveness. You don't know what they did. No, but you're worthy of your forgiving them. Amen? I'm not talking about them. I don't know what they did. But you're worthy of the grace of God helping you to forgive them. Amen? And when you forgive other people, guess what? You are, boy, you are saying volumes about the power of the grace of God. That you can forgive and uh, that you can go on. Maybe even the person that, that you're forgiving uh, may be a testimony to them. I don't know. Uh, but by being forgiving, for, for forgiving others. Colossians 3.13 says, Bearing one another and forgiving one, uh, one another, even uh, if any man have a quarrel. Uh, uh, Paul put it pretty, pretty smooth here. He just says a little quarrel, you know. Uh, a lot worse things than that has happened, hasn't it? But if you just had a quarrel uh, against any, uh, uh, were to forgive them um, for Christ forgave you so also do ye how are we forgiven? well I'll forgive them and I won't forget them no Jesus forgave and he buried our sins in the sea of his forgetfulness amen he totally forgave and forgot our sins. You know, it must be hard on the Lord. So we go to Him, we confess our sins, and uh, He's already forgiven them. Some people confess their sins over and over, you know. But He had already forgiven them. There's, I think there's a, some kind of song that says, uh, What sins are you talking about? I don't remember them anymore. Can God forget if He chooses to? Amen. God, God's more powerful than we are, and, and we can forget pretty easy, can't we? The older we get, the easier it is to forget, you know. But uh, uh, to forgive, to truly forgive, is to forget. I don't know if you ever completely were never come back up to mind or anything, but... In other words, you forget it to the point where you don't dwell on it all. You don't hold a grudge. When you think about the person, you're not, you don't get angry all over again. Uh, you, you can forget like that. Because uh, that's how God forgave us. Uh, so that's such a testimony to the grace of God. Because it's only by the grace of God we can forgive that way. Uh, just... Uh, God given us the grace to forgive and forget and to move on with our life and to love people that we used to hate. Amen. You can love anybody by the love of God. Did you know that? Uh, no matter what they did, no matter how bad uh, things they made it for you, uh, <clears throat> the Lord's kind of gentle here. He calls it a quarrel against someone, a little spat. Now, we've had a lot worse than that, hadn't we? And we can get through it. We can get past it. We don't have to live without haunting us, those feelings. <coughs> and uh, we, teach, uh, 
we teach the world volumes when we have grace enough to forgive. And there's enough grace to go around for us to truly forgive other people. And God wants us to, not so much for their sake, but for our sake. So we don't keep getting hurt over and over. Amen? If you don't forget, that's what's happening. You just, when you think of them, you think of what they did, it hurts all over again. Amen? But when you forgive, uh, it helps that. Then, uh, second thing, we show grace to others by being kind and tender-hearted. Colossians 3.13 says, Forbearing one another and forgiving one another. This is talking about other people that we forbear, that we forgive them. Uh, if any have a quarrel against uh, any, even as Christ forgave you, uh, so also do ye. When you forgive others, you're tender-hearted, uh, you forbear one another, you forgive one another. Uh, that's a testimony of the grace of God. Because you know why? You're not that kind of person and I'm not that kind of person. I'm a sinner. I'm vengeful. I, I, I don't want forgiveness. I want to get even. Amen? I don't know why we hold on to that so much. Uh, we just... We just want to get, but when God can give you the grace to forgive, and you ought to take them up on it, amen? Be the best deal you ever had is just to truly forgive, uh, and because uh, <clears throat> the Lord teaches us to be, uh, forbear one another, and be, and He can make us tender-hearted again. He can make us where we're not a bitter old person, amen? <laughs> now, it's bad enough becoming an old person, but when you're just a bitter old person, have you met one of them? Amen. I'll go home and look in the mirror. You may see one. Amen. Uh, it, it's so easy to carry bitterness throughout our life. But it's a terrible way to live. And it hurts us more than, uh, you know, while you lay in your bed and somebody comes in your mind from your past and you get mad all over and you get bitter all over again. Guess what? You're only hurting yourself. That person is sleeping well. Amen? Uh, they're just doing great. Uh, you, they probably hadn't even thought about you in years. But you pull up something, some old bad memory from the past, some person, that they, they may have really done you bad, you know. Uh, but you're hurting yourself. And that's why the Lord wants us to forgive so much. But grace is the only thing that will help us do that. And God gives us the grace to to not only just forgive them, but uh, to forbear one another. That means to put up with one another, forgive one another. And uh, any little quarrel, any little problem, forget, for, forgive it, forget it, and move on. Doesn't matter uh, how it turned out. Number three, we show grace to others by not jumping to conclusions about them. Isn't it easy to judge people? And jump to some conclusion about them. We, we do it all the time. Now, y'all sit out there and look pious. I can't look pious because I stand up here and preach. And I may grieve the Holy Spirit. Amen. Uh, i got to be honest with you. Uh, I uh, have jumped to conclusions a time or two. Amen. It's easy to do. And uh, uh, without the grace of God... 
uh, we're not, we can't do we can't keep from that. It's easy to jump to conclusions. Proverbs twenty five eight says, uh, uh, "Go not forth hastily to strive." What's that saying? Just don't get in a big hurry to strive, to get in a fight, to get easy. Lest thou know not what to do in the end thereof, when thy neighbor hath put thee to shame. Don't, go, don't get in a big hurry to get in a big fuss, a big fight, uh, or, or maybe just to... Uh, 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 you, you jump to a conclusion... Uh, you know, if you've kind of had some bad feelings about somebody, isn't it easy to jump to conclusions? You've already branded them. Amen? In your mind, there are, there are bad people in this area. You've got to watch out for them. And so uh, later in life, uh, things can come up. Oh, yeah, well, that, that makes sense. They're, they're just that kind of person. Amen? Can people change? By the grace of God, well, sure they can and that gives people hope when you really forgive them and, you, and, and you're not always jumping to conclusions that, uh, well, that's just them. And you, that's to be expected from them. That's, they're, they're that kind of people, you know. Uh, no, maybe it was completely unintentional. Maybe it was something completely innocent. Maybe God's working in their life and they're changing. Amen. People do change by the grace of God. Anybody can change. Amen? Do you believe that? Hey, there's hope for even you. Amen? And there's hope for me uh, by the grace of God. But uh, we become the judge and jury, and, and so we jump to the conclusions, and we already uh, decide in our mind they're, they're guilty because of something happened in the past, and so, so we just, they're just that kind of person to us. And that makes them guilty of every other thing. Guilty or not, they're guilty. Amen. Because it's easy to jump to Do you understand what I'm saying tonight? Have you ever jumped to a conclusion? You made a judgment call too quickly. You found out the person, it wasn't anything like that, but this time, you know, and the person was trying to do better and, and he was innocent. Don't you feel bad when that happens? Uh, with, without the grace of God, it's so easy to, to jump to conclusions and not, not give people uh, the benefit of a doubt. Amen? Uh, people can change. Any of us can change by the grace of God. And uh, give them a chance to. Uh, <clears throat> so we show grace to uh, people by not not jumping to conclusions, not always branding people and uh, as uh, as bad, or always wanting to have somebody as an enemy. It's your enemy for life. Amen. You know, enemies are not good things. You you, you ought to try to change enemies into friends. Amen. More enemies you can change into friends. Uh, the better your life will be, more peaceful it will be. Amen. Well, how do you do that? Well, you can start with not being their enemy. Amen. By the grace of God, you can do that. And, and forgive them. And uh, give them the benefit of the doubt. And, 
and not always be judging them. And, and, and have you ever said about somebody, well, <clears throat> yeah, that's just the way they are. I guarantee you, everybody in this room has said that to somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just the way they are. I'm not going to have you raise your hand. I don't want you to even take a chance on lying about that. Amen? Why? Why do we do that? That's the way we are. <laughs> Amen? We're sinners. And we don't demonstrate the grace of God if we're always gossiping and always saying, well, that's just the way they are. Why do we do that? We hadn't forgiven them. Amen. If we forgive them, we don't have to say that's the way they are. Because we, in our mind, where they have not, they've changed. We've looked at them different. Because we forgive them. We're looking at them through forgiving eyes. Aren't you glad that God looks at us through forgiving eyes? Amen. You all try that some. Put on a pair of forgiving eyes when you look at your enemy. Look at them through forgiving eyes. You're giving them the benefit of the doubt. Maybe something happened in life that softened them up some, that made them a little bit more kinder. Don't judge them. The rest of the life because of one bad episode they had in their life. And you teach more about the grace of God when you do that than anything you could do. You're teaching people, this is what the grace of God is like. He forgives and he forgets. And he's given me the grace to forgive and to forget. And I don't have a grudge against you anymore. I think you're a fine person. I think we've all made mistakes. Amen. You notice good people do bad things? Have you noticed that? We ought to forgive, we ought to be quick to forgive one another because we're all bad people. <laughs> we do bad things. And we ought to be willing to give the benefit of the doubt. Well, we can by the grace of God uh, and quit jumping to conclusions because of past experience. Uh, <clears throat> Did I give you the verse, Proverbs 25.8? Did I give that to you? All right, that's the verse to go with this one. Uh, <clears throat> go not forth hastily to strive. And that's what we do. We make quick decisions. We, we prejudge. That's where we get our words prejudice. Amen. If you have a hard time getting along with somebody, you're probably prejudiced against them. Well, you know what they did? That, that, that. Well, I know why, but still you're being prejudiced. You've prejudged them. Uh, you don't think they can ever change. You don't think God can ever work His grace in their life. And you've prejudged them. That's where they are. That's where they will be the rest of their life. And that's it. You're judge and jury, and you have uh, already settled it. And as far as you're concerned, you've jumped to that conclusion. But the Bible says, Go not forth hastily to strive, lest thou uh, know not what to do in the end thereof when thy neighbor hath uh, put thee to shame. Because people do change. People aren't the same. The grace of God can work in anybody's life. Amen. Number four, uh, we show grace to others by treating them the way we would like to be treated. 
with grace. Amen? Let's take a vote. How many would like to be treated by other people with grace the rest of your life? Let's see your hand. Raise your hand. Be honest. Uh, okay, there's two or three honest people here. I, I, I would love for everybody to treat me by grace, with grace. Amen? And you would too if you're honest. It wants to be treated without grace. That's no good. People always be judging us. People always be thinking the worst about us. Amen. Thinking about because one little mistake we made years ago, well, that's the way they are. Today, that's the way they are. Uh, they are a liar because they told me a lie 20 years ago. Amen. Is there anybody here that's never told a lie? I don't see any hands. Now, you're a liar then, because you told a lie. It might have been 50 years ago. Huh? We're, we're all liars. But God has forgiven us. And we need to forgive one another by the grace of God. Give people grace enough to, to change. You know why some people don't change? Because everybody keeps thinking that they're like they were. Even if they do change, if they grow, people have branded them. So they just think, oh, there's no hope. I'll never be able to change because everybody thinks I'm just the same. That's sad, isn't it? I'm trying to show you how to minister grace to other people so they can change. Are you, are you following what I'm saying? Whenever you choose to think good about someone in the place of the evil that you've thought about them, you're giving them a chance to change, at least in your own mind. And you're ministering grace to them to be able to do that. Number four, uh, we show grace to others by treating them the way we would like to be treated, and that's with grace. Luke 6.31 as you would that men should uh, do to you, do you also uh, to them likewise. Do unto others as you'd have them to do unto you. Amen. What, what, we, what can we do to get past uh, the hurt and the problems? And how can we really change people? Treat them like they're already changed. They may be. They may be uh, not the same person they were uh, when they hurt you. Amen? They may have changed. They may be trying to change. Uh, and you're giving them grace to change if you treat them like they have changed. Amen? You following me? It didn't take much off you. I'm not telling you to loan them $100. <laughs> I'm not telling you to stick your neck out. It's okay if you do. But just uh, treat them like uh, you would treat them by grace. Uh, like you would like to be treated if you had made a mistake. Amen? Or if you intentionally did wrong for a period of time in your life. But God's grace got a hold of you. 
treat them like you would like to be treated. Uh, Luke 6.31, as you would that men should do to you, do you also to them likewise. Uh, you'd be surprised how that changes people. Treat them like they've already changed, even if they're still struggling. How can you do that? By grace. Amen. You're giving them grace. You're giving them hope if you look at them differently and you treat them like they're not the same person. Amen? And uh, I, I'm not saying loan them $100 or stick your neck out, uh, but I'm just saying uh, try to change your attitude about them. I, I don't think I can. You can by the grace of God. Amen? There's not anything you can't do by the grace of God, so quit thinking that. Quit, I heard you thinking it in your mind. We, we do all the time. We, we hear the preacher preach, oh, that's easy for him to say. You know, most of the things I say, they're true, but I don't agree with them at the time. I struggle with them just like you do. Amen? But you, you can argue with the truth, but it still makes, makes it the truth. Truth still wins out. Amen? I'm just trying to help you with the hurts and the pains of your life because of unforgiveness and your unaffectedness in helping other people because you can't convince them that you have forgiven them because you hadn't. The only way you can is by the grace of God. Amen? You can do it by the grace of God. Uh, number five, we show grace to others by remembering that we are also recipients of God's grace. The very thing that they need, we need. Amen? How, how do we know we still need it? You may not need it for the same reason they did. But one thing for sure, if you hadn't forgiven them, you need grace to forgive them. Amen? Because the Lord commands us to forgive one another. How oft? How oft shall my brother come to me in sin against me in a day, the same sin, and then come back and ask for my forgiveness? How oft do I have to forgive him? Oft as he comes. Because we're not the judge and jury. Amen? We're forgiving by the grace of God. And God forgives. Amen? I think this will help you if you uh, if you really get it down. We show others by remembering that they are also recipients of God's grace. Uh, Matthew 18, 33. Should this now <clears throat> shouldest not thou also have had compassion on thy fellow servant, even as uh, had, he had pretty, uh, pity on thee? Everybody out there is our fellow servant. Amen? We, and we should have mercy on one another. Number six, we show grace to others. 
Uh, we're showing the grace of God now. We're not showing that we, we're so great and we are full of grace and we're such a gracious person. It's only by the grace of God. But uh, we show grace to others by uh, respecting others and by being considerate even when we don't understand. Some people maybe not have done anything uh, personally bad to you. Uh, but we judge them. Why? Well, they're, they're having a real hard life. You know what we do? We look at people that are really having a tough time and we say, well, they've probably got sin in their life. Isn't that pious? They've probably got sin in their life. You got sin in your life too, buddy. Why? Because we're all sinners. Saved by grace. Amen? But we get so pious. They probably got sin in them. That's why they're having this trouble. They were probably, it's gonna, I, I knew it would catch up with them sooner or later. When's it going to catch up with you? It probably already has. You know, when you're a constant judge of everybody, that's a sad way to live. That takes a lot of work. Do you know that? Be judge and jury of everybody you know. Amen. You got to constantly be changing the data, and usually it's to worse. Amen. Something else proves the point uh, that they got the problems in their life. Amen. That they're not perfect. Got to judge them a little more harshly. That's a sad way to live. Uh, and by the way, it, it doesn't ever change anybody. You know what changes people? When you truly forgive them from your heart and you live like in your own mind they are justified. You have justified forgiveness. How can I have justified forgiveness? How can they be justified that uh, uh, it was wrong? Well, how could God justify you? That's why Jesus died, so he could forgive us and justify us, make it just as if it never happened. Did you know that's how God wants you to forgive other people? With justified forgiveness? Uh, you never heard that before, had you? Amen? Justified forgiveness. Just as if it had never happened. That's total forgiveness. Amen? That's ways God wants us to forgive. And by God's grace, we can do that. I don't think I can do that. Well, have you been wrong about anything else in your life? Amen? <laughs> you might be wrong about that too. Forgive people totally. Justified forgiveness. Just like it never happened. Forget it. And said every time you see him, oh yeah, here comes that guy. Oh, I guess it's been 50 years ago now. He cheated me out of $10. Yeah, there he is. He hadn't forgiven him. He sure hadn't justified forgiven him. Amen. Is that wrong? Well, God's wrong because that's how he forgives us. With justified forgiveness. Amen. 
Well, 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 we're human. Oh, we have God living in us. We have the Holy Spirit of God living in us. And anything God can do, we can do by God's power that's living in us. Amen? I know it seems like a mountain to totally forgive someone like that. I, I, I'm giving you more than I got notes here for, but uh, I, I think the Holy Spirit thinks you need it. So just sit still. Okay, we'll be through here in just a minute. We show grace to others by uh, intensely put on, putting on an attitude of grace and mercy and compassion. You know, you can put on. If you say everything you feel or everything you think, you are not very smart. Amen? I, I'm just preaching the truth tonight. Amen? Don't you know that? Nobody here says everything that you think. If you do, you've got an awful slippery tongue. Amen? You're not very smart. You shouldn't even say it to somebody else. Words really hurt you more than they do the other person. I wish you believed that, but it's true. Because it sets you up to where you have a hard time of ever changing in your heart toward other people. Nothing between my soul and the Savior. Can you sing that tonight? Honestly? If there's someone in your life you hadn't forgiven, there's something between your soul and the Savior because you hadn't forgiven them. It's a little matter. It's not hard to take care of. We just need to forgive like we've been forgiven. Aren't you glad God's not so picky about who He forgives? Anybody that comes to Him through the blood of Jesus, they get forgiven. Amen? He's consistent about that too. So we show grace to others by intentionally putting on the attitude of grace and mercy and compassion. Colossians 3 12 through 13, put on therefore as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercies, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another, and forgiving one another, even as men, uh, if a man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. That's powerful scripture there, isn't it? Does God ever really expect anybody to forgive that way? You were forgiven that way. Can I ask you a question? Why are you worthy of the forgiveness of God and the person that you hadn't forgiven isn't worthy of the forgiveness of God? Why are you worthy of grace and mercy and other people that you've carried a grudge against for years 
aren't worthy of it. You're hurting yourself. You're grieving the Holy Spirit in your life. So, your life could be so free. You could have so much joy. The Lord would have so much liberty to work in your life if you just forgive. Like He forgave. Well, you can. Because you've got the Holy Spirit in you to help you. You know what the Holy Spirit does? Every time that grudge starts coming back, He says, no, <coughs> no, no. Remember, we've forgiven Him. Right? Does the Holy Spirit ever do that to you? Does me. Won't we just make a deal and decide we're going to forgive? We're going to totally forgive? By the grace of God. We can do anything by the grace of God. Right? Amen? It's true. We show grace to others by relying on God's help. That seems like a good place for this one. We can't do anything without the help of God, can we? Don't feel bad because of your failures. Feel bad about trying to succeed by your own power. Amen? That's what the problem is. There's not anything we can't succeed and do that we ought to do by the grace of God. By God's power. Grace is God giving me the desire and the power to do His will. It is God who worketh in you both to will and to do of His good pleasure. Now, could God make it happen in your life? Sure He can. Not anything God can't do. If you'd really believe that, you could be so free of all the grudges of the past and the bad feelings and the, heart, the hurts and the heartaches that keep coming back to haunt your life. And you could be such more, so much more effective for the Lord. You have to rel rel uh, rely on God's help. Uh, let us come boldly to the throne of grace. They may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. Forgiveness is within our reach. By the grace of God. Amen? By God's grace. We can't do anything without His grace. But we can do a heap of a lot more things than we do that we ought to do with His grace. Amen? I don't know if you're arguing with me or arguing with yourself right now, but you're really arguing with God and His Word. Because I hadn't told you a thing that wasn't right here in the Bible. Amen? Oh, pastor, you're so... Well, never mind. We show grace to others by following God's example and imitating God. You know what grace, you know what grace is? It's looking at God with such admiration, such an amazing person, and asking Him for the power to imitate Him. Grace is God giving you the power to imitate God in those weak areas of your life. Those areas that you just won't let go of. Those grudges for years ago 
You just got to hold on to it. You just won't let go. You just won't forgive. God's got the power to set you free from that. And we teach about the grace of God in our life when we're able to truly forgive and let it go. Amen? It's a wonderful life. <laughs> it's a free life. You don't have to have, wake up in the middle of the night with those wanting, uh, those uh, uh, bad dreams and bad memories haunting your life because of the terrible things that happen. Forgive it and forget it. And God can make it like it never happened. Otherwise, you're doomed to live it over and over again in your own mind, in your own heart. So we show grace to others by following God's example and imitating God. Ephesians 5 and uh, verses 1 and 2. Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children and walk in love as Christ also hath loved us and hath given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savor. That's how we show the grace of God. Not just with our lips, but with our attitude and our actions. We show other people the grace of God. Then we are blessed when we show mercy to others. Uh, we're blessed ourselves. Uh, Matthew 5, 7. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Could you use a little bit more mercy? Uh, if you're struggling with unforgiveness, you could, uh, you could use a lot more mercy. Amen. Because it's a terrible way to live. It's awkward. Uh, you always have to dodge people. You see someone out in public, you've got in for it. They, they did you wrong. And you can sing, they did my wrong, me wrong song, all you want to. It's not going to change anything, right? Right? It's done. But what can change it for you is to forgive. As Christ has forgiven you. Aren't you glad God's not always throwing your past up to you? Aren't you glad of that? I am. I'm glad He didn't throw up yesterday to me. Amen. I'm glad when God forgives, He forgets. And get a clean slate. And uh, God doesn't hold the grudge. We're blessed when we show mercies to others. Blessed are they merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. One of the greatest things you can do is learn to be consistently merciful to others by the grace of God. Preacher, boy, you said a mouthful today. If I could do everything you said, you can. I had to say a thing today you can't do by the grace of God. I'd like to introduce you to the grace of God today. Let me tell you again what it is. Maybe you forgot it. It's told you several times. But grace 
as God working in my life to will, have a will to do, and the power to do of His good pleasure. What is His good pleasure? Anything that's good is His good pleasure. Anything we ought to do, anything that's for our own good. Now, you know I'm telling you the truth today, don't you? Amen? You, you can say, well, I don't care what you say, preacher. I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to let go of this, this grudge. I, this, I can't. All right, go ahead and argue with yourself. And argue with the Holy Spirit. And uh, argue with uh, your old sinful flesh. But you're the one that loses. You're the loser. If you don't enjoy basking in the grace of God. And the mercy of God in your life. You don't have to be a miserable person. God can take all the misery away. The person that, that you've got the biggest score against probably sleeps like a baby. They have no idea. They, maybe it's years ago. But you're still suffering. And you don't have to. If you allow God to let His grace to work in your life. But there's no other way to live and enjoy life apart from God allowing God to work in our life by His grace and give us the grace to do what we ought to do. Thank you for coming tonight. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Dear Father, I thank You for the truth of Your grace. This world needs to know about Your grace. And more people would know about Your grace if if Christians would live like they are controlled by and moved by and empowered by the grace of God and set free by and have joy again and love and forgiveness because of the grace of God. Lord, we don't deserve that. But Lord, is the most wonderful thing we could have. So bless us, Father. Help us to think about this. If we're holding out, if we think for a minute that we're hurting anybody besides ourselves by resisting Your grace to do right and to forgive and to move on, we're deceiving ourselves. And it's a terrible way to live when we could be set free by Your grace. Lord, bless us. Give us Your grace tonight. We pray in Jesus' name for His sake. Amen. Thank you for coming tonight.